Well, day of uh, celebrate solutions and commitment. It's been uh, exciting for us the last handful of hours, but really go back to six, seven weeks ago when things started shifting, and we promised our athletes that we'd continue to work to find solutions, and um, we found that path, but it would also take an equal commitment for them to follow our protocols, and um, we started our practices on time and, and to see where we were, and, and they've done that and done what we've um, asked of them, successfully put themselves in the position to where uh, when we found a path we thought we could explore and go for, um, we were going to do it. And uh, so we're excited to, to take a step back and give us this opportunity uh, for some scheduled games here with football, and uh, we're doing the same with cross country, and, uh, and then we'll look at, at basketball and, and our other sports coming up as well. Talk about what went into to getting this football schedule finalized and, and put together. Well, I think a lot. Um, I, I think you have some like-minded institutions that, that, that have all shared the same commitment to, um, to their football student-athletes uh, and their student-athletes in general. Really, the, the thing that changed for this is the cancellation completely of the MIAA schedule formally in the fall or spring. And when that came, we really had a decision to make. You can schedule games or you cannot. And, and for us, we didn't want to – have sports where they had zero opportunities this year if we could provide those. And so uh, right now those sports are cross-country and football that won't have formal MIAA schedules. So uh, we've been working over six weeks to exhaust all options and we're able to successfully do that. But it also took support um, externally and partnering with uh, some third-party testing agencies and, and some funding for us. This is not something that um, institutionally uh, we'd be able to cover with our budget. So it, it's something where we need to add a lot of external support, and, and we've been fortunate to have that, and it's all about giving these athletes an opportunity to do what they love to do. You know, that was the big thing about just testing and how much money that was going to cost. Was that one of the biggest hurdles to overcome? Hurdles to overcome. The testing's changed dramatically, um, but... Ultimately, we, we had to find partners to do that. Um, and I think that the piece for this, until more testing evolves, our process that we'll start here in a few weeks with football, we'll extend it to basketball, we'll extend it to softball, baseball, track and field. That's the solution we found. And it's fluid. And, and maybe there'll be uh, additional solutions that come through But uh, between now and, and the start of basketball season or now or the start of softball season. But for us, it was finding that path um, to reality. And we had to work hard for it. And uh, we had people that supported our programs that were willing to uh, put us on a path if this day came where they could say, yep, go. And, and fortunately, we're there. And um, we're just we're just fortunate for that support and and doing it in the most safe way we can. Can you expand on that, that process of testing? What, what would that look like, especially now when you're going to start getting into into game week? Yeah, we'll follow all of the NCAA's resocialization of sport guidelines. So our football athletes uh, will go through weekly testing. They'll be tested 72 hours in advance of uh, competition. Uh, no one with a, a positive test or a pending test will, will board our bus. Uh, to go to the competition, so we'll go there. And then uh, some other sports have different requirements based off of what level of classification the NCAA has put them on. Uh, so we'll start that with football and cross-country, those levels. And then uh, if basketball remains on schedule, which is still to be determined, but right now in that testing. And, um, and then the additional sports will when they're You know, it's been a whirlwind, um, and, and we've been doing a lot on, on the phone. I, I haven't been able to get in front of the group as a whole. I've been uh, seeing a lot in the hallways and, and texting. They're excited. And, uh, you know, they made it clear when, when we put this thing on hold 
over a month ago that um, if there was a chance to play, they wanted it. And if, if they said something differently, we wouldn't have chased it as hard. But it was clear through all our sports that, hey, even if things – if we can just play one game, um, we want that. And, and for us on the football side, uh, when we saw a path to football in the fall, we felt that felt our program traject- – uh, the program trajectory we're on, how we would structure was more appealing than um, a modified spring schedule or a formal spring schedule. And I think the MIAA – Football coaches and athletic directors are in unison on that. I just don't think a, a full spring football schedule in this league was uh, fair to the health and safety of our, our players or something really everyone wanted to coordinate to do. So it ended up going to each institutional's discretion on how they would build their seasons appropriately. How do you go about building, building this schedule? I mean, Pitt and Kearney, but getting Central Arkansas and West Texas in there too. Well, Central Arkansas has been a school that's been out front, and, and Dr. Teague uh, – at UCA has kind of held a date if and when we could do this. And it was a pipe dream a month ago when we spoke. And uh, then I'd call them and say, we're getting a little bit closer. Here, here's where we're at uh, until it finally said go. And so uh, that was a great partnership and appreciate them for sticking with us. And then over the last really three weeks is where we've had developments. Uh, a lot of phone calls with athletic directors around the conference. And uh, Pittsburgh State and Nebraska Kearney were in a position um, to move quickly and, and get something scheduled, and, um, and we were as well. So we, we kind of found that alliance, and, and hopefully that's a step forward. Uh, at the end of the day, I think we'd all love it if every single conference school and, and football program found a way to play a couple football games this fall. We just know it won't be a formal MIAA schedule, and it'll be up to schools to find their own partners, and, and we're excited. And I think Jim Johnson, uh, Coach Wright at Pittsburgh State, as well as Josh Lynn and Mark Bauer up at, at Kearney, um, it's taken a lot to coordinate it, uh, but uh, – I think we're all there, and we all know that, hey, at the end of the day, this is the year of pivoting, and we have protocols and, and others, and, and we have to continue on the course that we're on right now of all three schools being successful in, in the path we've been on the football side. And if that, if that moves forward, then we'll see football. Um, if things change, then we'll have to pivot again. What's it mean to deliver a game here to Spread Stadium? It's great. Uh, that, that, that's huge. And, and so right now we have one. We'd, we'd love to have two, and we're still uh, – uh, entertaining options for that open date the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Uh, but four games is, is perfect for us. I think it gets us uh, uh, far enough down the road to fully prepare um, for what a uh, reduced capacity um, and limitations looks like on November 7th. Uh, right now we do intend to have fans, but uh, those details and how many, uh, we're going through all those processes and we'll announce those at a later date. But, um, you know, we, we want the families to, of these athletes to see them play, you know, the um, cheer and dance teams that haven't had any opportunity, a band that hasn't had an opportunity to perform, and it, it extends beyond football. And, uh, you know, for a lot of these athletes and, and spirit squad members that are seniors, it, this is it. Um, they, they aren't going to come back even though they'll have another year of eligibility to do so. And so it's even all the more important for us to make that commitment to them. And um, we're, we're excited. And, but, it, but it's a hats off. It's testimony to them for finding solutions as well. Uh, we've worked hard behind the scenes. We've had external support to do it. Our campus leadership and Dr. Kennedy have been very supportive um, on put together a plan and give us the data, and we'll make the decision. And, and right now we're in, in the position to move forward. Is there a chance to play games in the spring? Uh, we, we will put together uh, a modified competitive opportunities in the spring. Uh, what exactly that looks like, we're, we're still looking at that. So I don't want to say no to spring. It, it will look different. Um, and, and right now our focus is on getting – these four or five games in, in the fall and, and going from there. But um, 
we'd, we'd love to have some sort of, of outside competition in spring, but it, it will be modified and look different than it does this fall.